It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. I'm Sarah. And I'm Beth. We're lawyers, mothers, and co-hosts of the bipartisan podcast, Pantsuit Politics. We have more in common than divides us. In a world that defaults to false dichotomies, we explore the messiness of living wisely. The choices, trade-offs, priorities, and grace of living a nuanced life. Thank you for joining us for The Nuanced Life today. We have commemorations from Bethany and Kim about grief and loss in very different circumstances. I'm going to lighten it up at the end with a little refrigerator commemoration of my own. So hang with us. It's going to be a little intense in here, and then we're going to lighten up a bit. Also, we have officially kicked off our Nuance Nation tour. We just left California and had the most fantastic conversations. We met so many of you in person. It was such a delight. And now we are moving to Michigan and Kentucky. Those tickets are for sale on our website. We'll put the link in the show notes. We'd love to see you in person. So come see our live dates on the Nuance Nation tour. One of the best parts of the tour is meeting people and having them say, I was the person who commemorated this and getting to put the energy and feel of a human being with these remarkable messages that we get. I can't even describe to you how powerful it is. Yay. We've heard from Bethany. In March of 2018, Bethany learned that her first pregnancy wasn't viable and she had a terribly traumatic time. Following that, she had a devastating procedure in a doctor's office and then a DNC surgery. This happened the same week that she was launching a film festival for work, and she had to stand in front of hundreds of people with a smile on her face. Two weeks later, she learned that her pregnancy had been a partial molar pregnancy. In a partial molar pregnancy, two sperm fertilize one egg, and the body gets confused, and it starts making more cells than needed, thinking that you're carrying two babies. That abnormal cell growth can lead to cancer, so you're required to get your blood drawn every week until the pregnancy hormones are completely out of your system. After that, you have to go back once a month to be sure they remain at zero for six months, and you're advised not to get pregnant again until you get cleared. So on top of grief, Bethany says, you get an unhealthy case of anxiety that every ache in your body, every upset stomach is somehow cancer that hasn't been found yet. So on this day last year, she received her first negative test. So that's awesome. She went to her first therapy session to deal with all this. And in honor of her first mole-free therapy anniversary, she bought herself a cookie cake, which, as we've all decided, is the way the Lord intends us to celebrate things, which is good for you. Since starting therapy, she's had a lot to commemorate and a lot to process. She finished her master's degree. She got pregnant again and miscarried. She quit her job that she loved because her boss was extremely sexist and criticized her three-day miscarriage leave, which that was the right choice to get on the hell out of there. She celebrated Mother's Day in her own way. Despite having no living children, she tried a third time to get pregnant, which ended in a chemical 
pregnancy. She says, I'm utterly heartbroken and very much in the middle of this messiness. I have no idea what I want to do next, but I want to take a moment and commemorate all the little brave things I've done this year, starting with walking to a therapy room for the first time. I'm an Enneagram 6, so fear is ever present in my life, but I'm learning my capacity for courage runs deeper than I imagined. I don't know where my life will be at my second mole-free therapy anniversary, but I know I'll eat some cookie cake. I'm going to stop there for a minute. That's so powerful. I struggle with how to articulate how brave I think it is for all women who have miscarriages to try again. And I'm thinking about some of the women in my life who've tried again and again and again. And sometimes those stories end with, and here's my perfect, healthy, happy baby. And sometimes they end with, and at some point we decided that we can't go through this again. And there are lots of different paths that people take. But I think the courage that women have as they navigate those situations, whatever choices end up being best for their families, is remarkable. It's so difficult to convey the anxiety that honestly comes with any pregnancy, I always say they should just list anxiety and paranoia as pregnancy symptoms. It would make everybody feel a lot less pressure and a lot more normal throughout the process. But when that pregnancy comes after a miscarriage or a pregnancy loss or a stillbirth, I mean, it is ever-present in a way that is difficult to convey. I have a friend. We both lost pregnancies pretty late in the process. I got pregnant a month later with Felix, which I would not recommend. It was way too much for my psyche. That's just the long and short of it. It was just too much for my psyche. (laughs) I was pregnant with Felix. He was 16 weeks, which is when I lost the pregnancy on the due date for the first pregnancy. And I I just dropped my basket. That's just the only way to describe it. Like I just couldn't carry it anymore. And I felt for about several days, like I was detached from reality. It was just too much. But my friend has had several years and is now pregnant again. And she was asking me, like, is this is the anxiety and the fear and the paranoia just part of it? And I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, it's like it's like you're carrying a baby and you're carrying all this emotion and trauma from these past experiences right alongside of it. And it's just it's it's so hard and it's so heavy. And for Bethany to look all that heaviness in the face and just make space for it. Just sit alongside of it. Not to mention the quitting her job and, you know, the the health scare of being checked all the time for cancer concerns. I just, the strength to do all that, the wisdom to know I need help to do all that, and just the, the brilliance of understanding the importance of the importance of cookie cake and all of that. Here, here, Bethany, here, here. I want to pull out that quitting her job for a second because mm-hmm. in the midst of any kind of health problem, but especially a pregnancy loss, it would be so natural to feel powerless. Yeah. And to have the clarity that something unacceptable is happening to you and you have the power to do something about that. Quitting a job is terrifying under any circumstances when you don't have something right away lined up. 
And for her to do that while she has health problems going on, when a lot of people mm-hmm. would be thinking health insurance, money, security, for Bethany to have the clarity and just the resolve to stand up to that mistreatment, that is amazing. And Bethany, I hope you have about five cookie cakes to celebrate mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what you were able to pull out of yourself there. And if Bethany wants to share the name and address with me of that boss who was so ugly to her, that would be okay, too. We'd be happy to educate that person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Bethany, I hope that wherever you go next from here and your process of making that decision, that you find so much happiness. And I know that you will because of the way that you've navigated this situation. And just thank you so much for sharing it with us. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back. Temperature. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. ...is personal. Everyone's ideas of comfortable is unique. And I know this because on my husband's side of the bed, there is a fan blowing at us. And on my side of the bed, there is a heater blowing at us. I always say a front could form between us in our bedroom. Most public places, heat or cool spaces, aiming for a temperature that's comfortable for only 80% of the population, leaving many people thermally underserved, a condition I've experienced my entire life. Not feeling thermally comfortable can contribute to lost productivity, increased stress levels, and can be mentally exhausting. Invented by three MIT scientists, Ember Wave is the first wearable that helps you feel colder or warmer at the press of a button. Ember's lab's mission is to bring thermal wellness to the world. They're passionate about using temperature to help every person feel better physically and emotionally. Although Ember Wave is not a medical device for those with medical conditions related to temperature, Ember Wave can help remedy bursts of temperature extremes or other uncomfortable sensations. Ember Wave is there when you need relief most. All you do is press to activate Ember Wave for a burst of heating or cooling. This sensation pairs with your body and mind to make you feel more comfortable in a matter of minutes. Ember Wave provides comfort in unpredictable climates, relief from stress, and support for sleep. At the end of a long day, Ember Wave has a fall asleep mode. It's my favorite. that can help you maintain a comfortable temperature as you drift off to sleep. You can use Ember Wave in an air-conditioned office, in a restaurant, in an airplane, after a workout, in malls. And more. Ember Wave was named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of 2018 and has been reviewed by a number of leading technical publications. Head to Ember Wave, E M B R W A V E dot com, and save $50 with the code LIFE at checkout. Next up, we have a very special commemoration from Kim. She has spent a week in Montana helping her mom with her dad's estate and listened to our interview with Megan Devine, the author of It's Okay, You're Not Okay, and just a grief prophet. I feel like Megan is a grief prophet out there telling the truth about grief and what so many of us need to hear. So Kim and her mom sorted through 40 boxes of paper and are still almost a year after her dad's death working through the probate process. They're still grieving They're still referring to Megan's book. 
September 3rd is the anniversary of her dad's death, and his history is very complicated. When Kim turned eight, her dad had two heart attacks and an open-heart surgery. At the time, the survival rate for that surgery was 50%. So this was a very scary big deal. He survived, but things got complicated. His business partner took over the business during his surgery and recovery. He fell deeply into drinking for four years, which was very hard on the family. He quit drinking, but he had a series of business problems and more heart problems after that. He ultimately had a heart transplant that really changed him. He founded a very successful business, so successful that it was traded on the New York Stock Exchange. But at the same time, he made a series of terrible decisions. He loaned money to people without any recourse. He was defrauded by an executive so dramatically that at least one person went to prison. And he invested in a host of businesses that made no sense. He had an affair under really dramatic difficult circumstances, and it was confirmed when he had a seizure while with the person he was having an affair with. He had brain cancer, lots of health problems, and it was just a constant trauma for the family. Kim earned a PhD during this time. She got married. She had children of her own, and she kept having to come home to help care for her dad and thinking, this might be the time I have to say goodbye to him. Kim's mother stayed with him and took care of him through all of that sickness and through the affair and did everything she could to hold the family together. Kim said, in the last year of his life, my dad worked to be the husband, father, and grandfather that he had intended to be. Talking about the years following the transplant, his closest friend said at his funeral, I didn't know that man. As his daughter, I've had to wrestle with the reality that his behavior during those years was both totally inexplicable and also, in other ways, totally a piece of other aspects of him. We, my mom, my husband, and I have paid off my mom's debts and are facing into dealing emotionally with the friends who took money and assets and the money that he invested so very, very poorly. How does a wife deal with that reality when for more than 50 years she was sure he was a great businessman? So Kim and her family are continuing to try to move forward. There are some difficult dynamics about the estate that they're navigating and many challenges, but they keep coming back to... Megan's advice and to grace and nuance and ways that they can connect with each other through these really hard circumstances. And I just love how Kim has encapsulated that people are always more than one thing. And as much as we like death to be this tidy moment of saying, what a great life and I miss this person so much, there is always more to it than that. I think this is a really important message because so many people at the moment of someone's death have to go through a long period of really processing that person's life and the impacts that it had. It feels like Kim is just going through the process of becoming an adult child. You know, I think whether or not it is at the time of our parents' death or not, we're always in this slow journey of realizing, I mean, it probably begins in an adolescence and just keeps going, that our parents are flawed and imperfect and make mistakes. And facing all that, especially as you become an adult, as you become a parent and you see, or you start a business, you get married and you see. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. See how your choices are different than theirs. And what that means, it's really hard and complicated. And then you add on the layer of dramatic events or incredibly difficult journeys through illness or death. And that's just an added layer of intensity on this difficult path we all walk as we grow up and we learn to orient ourselves to our parents in very different ways. Yeah, the realization that your parents are human, I think, is like the first crack in feeling like everything around you is solid. Mm -hmm. It starts to break that spell and force you out into the world that is so fragile and ambiguous and... Kim has had a particularly dramatic example of that, and I'm so glad that Megan's book has been there as a comfort to her. I think you're right in calling Megan a grief prophet because just being able to say to people, there is room for everything you're bringing to the party is really important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kim, bravo for your just wisdom and clarity as you walk this incredibly difficult road and you're commemorating this incredibly complex emotional journey, but also just physical or pragmatic journey through the estate itself, which is never easy. So we wish you all the luck as you mourn your father and pick up the pieces after his death. We will be right back after this short message from our sponsor. We've been talking about grief and loss, and often there are big moments like that and small ones. Unhappiness at a job, difficulty with a boss, difficulty in your own home that prevent you from achieving your goals and living life on your terms. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist to deal with those challenges in life. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely, thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit BetterHelp.com NL. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for the Nuance Life listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash N-L. 
Beth, do you have a commemoration for us today? I do. I'd like to channel my inner Golden Girls. Picture it. H.H. Gregg in Lexington, Kentucky, 2006. (laughs) Chad and I had just bought a piece of land on which we were going to have a house built in a suburb. And we went to H.H. Gregg because it was time to get our appliances. And so we pick out all our things. And I remember, I don't know why the appliances felt bigger than signing the mortgage, but when we had everything itemized and we're sitting down to do the paperwork, we looked at each other and you could see both of us just have this sense of like terror. <laughs> like we are committing <laughs> to spend so much money at one time. And it was a it was a strange time for us because I had graduated from law school, but I had not yet started working. I was studying for the bar exam. Our house was being built. And so it was just so much change and all these pieces coming together at one time. And we were just overwhelmed by how much money we were spending and how much we were committed to. And so that refrigerator has been with us for 13 years. That's a long time. It is a long time. And I have learned some things about taking care of a refrigerator over the last 13 years. I think that we all expect you to just instantly know how to do housekeeping. No, it's a skill Mm -hmm. that has to develop over time. Even when you have a great mother who provides an excellent housekeeping example, as my mom did, you just have to learn some of this yourself, right? And you have to practice. And so it's been through a lot, my refrigerator. And the ice maker and I have done battle every day for about six months now. (laughs) And so I'm happy that we are getting a new refrigerator. But for me... That refrigerator symbolizes so much about sort of the chance we took on each other at the beginning of our relationship and how scared we were because I had the promise of a job, but not a job yet. (laughs) When I got into my job, I did not like it at all. And I had this constant fear about, can I do this forever? Are they going to fire me? Should I quit because I hate this? And we just had all this anxiety and insecurity. And I think a lot of people have that, just that first couple of years as you're starting to be an adult on your own, things are weird and hard and really emotional, even under the best circumstances. And so I feel like our refrigerator helped us make it. You know, we got got through a lot. And I wish now that I could go back to those kids who were signing all that paperwork to say, it's going to be okay. Like, you all have this. It's going to be fine. It's been a lot of hard work and a lot of emotion, but to be able today to say we are going to buy a new refrigerator and not sweat it the way we did that first time and to have made as many changes in our lives as we have, I'm just really proud of us and excited for where we are in our lives and grateful that we've had all the opportunity and and good luck and good support that we have over that period of time. And I would like, in the spirit of Marie Kondo, to say, Refrigerator, thank you for your contributions. Just think about where you'll be when this next refrigerator bites the dust. I know. Isn't that weird to think about? But, you know, appliances, they really live with you. Yeah, they offer a good chance to take a moment and reflect, for sure, I think. Well, thank you for always taking a moment and reflecting with us here at The Nuanced Life. We will be back in your ears next Wednesday if you just can't make it till then. 
we have another podcast called Pantsuit Politics. Maybe you've heard of it. You can check us out there on Friday and Tuesday. So you could hear from us two more times before we'll be back in your ears in the nuanced life. We are also on tour right now. Our next stops, as we said, will be in Michigan and Kentucky. The link is in the show notes if you want to get tickets and see what we do up close and personal. All right, y'all. Keep those commemorations coming. (laughs) Yep. Keep those commemorations coming and keep it nuanced, y'all. Dylan Garvin produces The Nuance Life. Elise Knapp is our managing director. The Nuance Life is listener supported. Go to patreon.com slash the nuance life. For $5 each month, you'll receive an entire bonus episode of The Nuance Life. Dante Lima is the composer and performer of our theme music. Dylan Garvin is the composer and performer of our ad music. For more information about The Nuance Life and to connect with us through our weekly email, visit pantsuitpoliticsshow.com.